Good morning and welcome to our Good Friday service. Today at this service, we will remember some of the lessons that our Lord Jesus Christ taught us, <clears throat> some of the work that he did. And in particular, we remember how our Lord was betrayed, tried and crucified. We will, throughout this service, have scripture readings, some of which we read in unison, some of it responsively and some just to listen. And then we will have hymns and the Holy Communion to remember our Lord. There will also be many moments of silence as we allow the Holy Spirit to bring the Word of God into our minds and our hearts. We will have Holy Communion, but you will not need to come forward to receive the Holy Communion elements. We have already consecrated the elements and they are placed in the envelopes on your seats. So at the time when we take Holy Communion, I'll give you instructions as to opening the envelope, taking out the elements. At the end of the service, after the benediction, you may spend a short time to pray. After that, Zone A will leave first, followed by Zone B. The offering boxes will be at the exit, so we will not have a time of offering. Rather, uh, on your way out, um, if you have an offering for the Lord, place them in the boxes at the exit. So let us now pray. Father, today we remember how Christ loved us, how he taught us, how he was betrayed. He went through great suffering for our sakes. And God, we ask that throughout this service, your spirit will speak to us. At the times as we read your word, as we sing the hymns, as we reflect silently. That God, you will bring healing to our lives. You inspire us to live as your followers. You cause us to believe that indeed you are the way, the truth, and the life. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Then the governor's soldiers took Jesus into the praetorium and gathered the whole company of soldiers around him. They stripped him and put scarlet robe on him and then twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on his head. They put a staff in his right hand. Then they knelt in front of him and mocked him. Hail, king of the Jews, they said. They spat on him and took the staff and struck him on the head again and again. After they had mocked him, they took off the robe and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him away to crucify him. Two rebels were, two rebels were crucified with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled insults at him shaking their heads and saying, You who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself, come down from the cross, if you are the Son of God. In the same way, the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders mocked him. He saved others, they said, but he cannot save himself. He is the King of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross, and we will believe in him. He trusts in God. Let God rescue him now if he wants him. For he said, I am the Son of God. In the same way, the rebels who were crucified with him also heaped insult on him. From noon to three in the afternoon, darkness came over all the land. About, About three, three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, My God, my God, 
Why have you forsaken me? At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, the rocks split, and the tombs broke open. Let us now have a moment of silence. together in unison the Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. 
Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Continue to reflect on the words. Let us all stand to sing the old rugged cross.
scripture as jesus went on from there he saw a man named matthew sitting at the tax collector's booth follow me he told him and matthew got up and followed him while jesus was having dinner at matthew's house many tax collectors and sinners came and ate with him and his disciples when the pharisees saw this they asked his disciples why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners on hearing this, Jesus said, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners.
Let us read responsively. The mother of Zebedee's sons came to Jesus with her sons and kneeling down, asked a favour of him. What is it you want? he asked. She said, Grant that one of these two sons of mine may sit at your right and the other at your left in your kingdom. You don't know what you're asking. Jesus said to them, Can you drink the cup I am going to drink? We can, they answered. Jesus said to them, You will indeed drink from my cup, but to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared by my Father. When the ten heard about this, they were indignant with the two brothers. Jesus Jesus called them them together together and and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and the high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be your slave, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Let us now have a time of silence as we allow the words that we have read sink into our hearts and our minds. Let us all stand to thank you for the cross.
Let us listen to the scripture of the Lord. When evening came, Jesus was reclining at the table with the twelve. And while they were eating, he said, Truly, I tell you, one of you will betray me. They were very sad and began to say to him one after the other, Surely you don't mean me, Lord. Jesus replied, The one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will betray me. The Son of Man will go just as it is written about him. But woe to that man who betrays the Son of Man. It would be better for him if he had not been born. Then Judas, the one who would betray him, said, Surely you don't mean me, Rabbi. Jesus answered, You have said so. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body. Then he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for the many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink from this fruit of the vine from now on until the day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. When they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Let's continue to reflect on Jesus' words as we come together for the Holy Communion. Please take your seats and as we continue to be silent before the Lord. Before we take out our communion elements, let us take some time to reflect on what Jesus said as he distributed the bread and the drink. As Jesus took the bread, he broke it, and then he gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body given for you. Let us not open our envelopes yet. Let us be still as we think of what God has done for us. As Jesus offered his body for us and he said, take and eat this. Jesus offered himself for us. Everyone who receives him. And then he took the drink and he said, this is my blood shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins. Jesus was saying to his disciples and to all of us that our sins have been forgiven. We want to take time now to confess our sins to bring to God things that make us feel guilty and ashamed. And then we receive forgiveness from Him. We have a moment of silence as we confess our sins. Have there been words that you have said that have hurt others, that have offended God and others? Have there been words that you have said that have demeaned yourself or others? Were there things that you 
should have done but did not do. Acts of love that you could have offered another but you failed to do. Father, as individuals and as a church, we have failed to love you. We've failed to hear the cries of the needy. We've failed to love one another. In fact, Lord, we have said things that have offended one another. We have shown attitudes that, that have taken dignity in, from others, demeaned them and ourselves. We have not done the things that we ought to do. We have not loved as we, have, as we were meant to do. Forgive us, Lord. But do not only forgive us for now, but to, to change our hearts and to cause us to live differently each day. That day by day we may become more and more like Christ Jesus who said of himself that he was a servant of all who said that he came to save to serve and not to be served and to save the lost who offered his life for us Lord we pray also for those who have gone through hard times and continue to go through hard times and often it's injustice it's unfair it's persecution remember what you have said blessed are you when you are persecuted when people say all sorts of things falsehoods against you for so they did in the past and so they did to Christ also. We thank you that you understand. But more than that, we thank you that you give us hope and victory. So now, Lord, as we take the Holy Communion, allow us to live anew and afresh. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now you may remove the cup. Take out the wafer. The communion elements have been consecrated already. You can now take the bread, the wafer. and the drink. When you have done so, please put your, replace your mask and put your envelopes aside, put them on the floor perhaps and then continue in prayer.
Let us read the scripture responsively. Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to them, Sit here while I go over at there and pray. He began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet not as I will, but as you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away a second time and prayed. My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. When he came back, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. Then he returned to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come, and the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. Let's spend some time meditate on the word.
Church, let's read the scripture in unison. He had no, no beauty, beauty or majesty, majesty to, attract to attract us to him, nothing, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain, like one from whom people hide their faces. He was despised and we held him in low esteem. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering. Yet we consider him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shearers is silent, so he did not open his mouth. He was cut off from the land of the living, for the transgression of my people, he was punished. He was assigned a grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death, though he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and to cause him to suffer. After he has suffered, he will see the light of life and be satisfied. My righteous servant will justify many, and he will bear the iniquities. Therefore, I will give him a portion among the great, because he poured out his life unto death, and was numbered with the transgressors. For he bore the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. Let's take a moment in silence and reflect on God's words.
stand for the Good Friday benediction. Lord Jesus, we wait here by your tomb, carrying out grief, the grief of the betrayer, the grief of the denier, the grief of the crucifiers. We carry the grief of the lost, the heartbroken, the bereft. Upon you was laid the grief of us all. It is finished. God of endings, God of darkness, God of the tomb, God of dark days and great loss, be with us now as we wait with Jesus. Amen. Please take your seats. Have some time of silent prayer as you talk to God. And then after that, Zone A will leave quietly, followed by Zone B. And then we'll come back on Sunday to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you. <laughs>